Hey, Matt. Yeah? Did you get everything you asked for this this uh, holiday season? I almost did. You almost did? I almost did. What did you do wrong that Santa left you behind? I don't know. So, uh, people didn't know, for some reason, that I wanted some stuff from superyaki.com. They didn't know that you wanted stuff from Super Yaki, the greatest store on the internet? I know, it's ridiculous, right? I say this as if it sounds like ad copy, but I'm speaking from the heart. Super Yaki is the greatest store on the internet. And, um, you know, we're here to just tell you a little bit about some of the stuff that they've got. If you love Taika Waititi, if you love Tony Collette, if you love Greta Gerwig, if you love watching movies at home, if you love Hell My yeah. Neighbor Totoro, Judy Greer, Penny Any Marshall, of, oh, Penny Marshall, Nora Ephron, Mouse Hunt, <laughs> Masterpiece, if you like any of the things that we mentioned, you owe it to yourself to pick yourself up a late holiday gift for just you over there at superyaki.com. It is the place for film lovers, it is the place for people who love every movie from the good to the great to the ones that are just meaningful to you. Super Yaki is a place for people who love and are happy and are joyful to share their favorite things. And it's not for knobs who harass actresses because they were in a Star Wars movie. And, um, and turds. If- <laughs> we'll probably cut that part out. It's not for turds. <laughs> it's not for turds. Super Yaki, it's not for turds. That's their new slogan. <laughs> Hit us up and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let you have that one for free, baby. Um, <laughs> So if you if you want to pick up any of these things that we mentioned, uh, head over to superyaki.com and use the code SUPERMONSTER, and that is all one word, and um, you'll get yourself 15% off a nice hat or t-shirt or tote bag, or they even have some new socks. And uh, it's a wonderful place and a wonderful time. Welcome back to Monsters Never Die, Talk Film Society's spooky podcast where Jacob and I discuss classic monsters, human or otherwise, as well as their sequels, remakes, and ripoffs. I'm one of your co-hosts, Matt Curione, editor-at-large over at Talk Film Society, and with me as always is... Jacob DeNoble, everyone's favorite New Year's baby. (laughs) I got my diaper on, I got my sash on, and I'm ready to do some podcasting. So you're like the dad from The Critic. I like this. This is good. You've got got full-on Franklin outfit. This is good. Yeah, I mean, look, 2020 has been a year that we Sure has. We haven't all made through, but, you know, (laughs) some of us have made it through. And uh, we're all looking forward to 2021 and hopefully getting back into some movie theaters and seeing our large gal friend Maria Menounos as she welcomes us to Nuvi. And have fun with that. Yeah, so, you know, just for God's sake, keep wearing those masks. Get that vaccine when it's out there. I need to see Maria Menounos coming in front of Fast and Furious 9 for me. 
So, Matt, normally we talk about movies here, but this is our, uh, this is kind of our end of year wrap up episode. We are officially done with season two of Monsters Never Die. Oof, what a, what a year it's been. What a year it's been. You know, you and I with the show, we've had a great year. We Uh, have. 2020 as a whole, though, uh, go kick rocks. This is a a bad year. Not a fan. Hard pass. Well, all I know is I made a lot of crop tops and I got paid actual human dollars to talk about movies with a good friend. So in those. Yeah, wasn't that wasn't too shabby. Yeah, had a great year. Um, We have recorded. This will be our 12th episode of the year. We stuck to our monthly schedule that we kind of just made up after we finished our limited series back last October. It's a good schedule. I like it. And Matt. It actually gives us time to watch movies. Yes. We're not like, you know grinding and binging everything and you know going insane you know a lot of these loser i just want to throw this out there a lot of these loser podcasts out there they only give you one movie maybe two max per episode yeah what is that matt and i we have watched anywhere between four and twelve films for a single episode just Mm -hmm. for you our listeners and i know exactly what that 12 one was yeah that (laughs) (laughs) and um you know matt I just, I, I just want to ask you: Do you know how many movies we watched over the past year for Monsters Never Die? I couldn't even tell you. We, I will guess. I will guess seventy. Holy fucking shit, Matt! We have watched and discussed exactly seventy different films. Wait, really? <laughs> really? Yes. Oh wow! <laughs> I was just being facetious. No, no. Um, if you're interested like in word. taking a look at uh, what we've talked about on the show, there is a letterbox list that is on my account. That's Jacob underscore DeNoble, where I track everything that we talk about from the movies that we spend a lot of time to, to stuff that even just gets mentioned like relatively briefly. Um, it's a great list. Uh, we've done 123 in total, which is just a, a heck of a lot of movie watching. And... Um, yeah, I am excited. I'm excited to do more movies and more monsters with you in 2021. It's going to be fun. It, it's it's going to be like some, a, you know, we have some like, cool themes uh planned. Oh, yes. For, we got uh, we got all sorts of exciting things coming up. Some some large apes, some mm-hmm. some some little little critters, some uh I don't know. Bet great you know, we're going to we're going to talk about the greatest chili cook-off of all time next summer. It's going to be fun. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, but uh, for this episode, we've got uh, we've got some listener questions to go through. Ooh, um, yes, people, we do. The, you, the people, want to know what Matt and I think about various topics, and oh, we boy. are more than happy to oblige and to share our thoughts on everything. Is that right, Matt? It sure is. Um, all right. So I guess you know to get things started. Do you want to do you want to start us off with our first question? Sure. Uh, my buddy Edwin. He asks us, uh, which movie monster would you think it would be cool to be killed by? And, yeah, so when Edwin sent this over, he he did clarify this is not who do you think it would hurt the least to be killed by. Yeah, what would be, like, the coolest way mm-hmm. to die? Yeah, and do you have an answer for that, Matt? Uh, the coolest way to die by one of our monsters. Hmm. I do. I do. I do. I would. Uh, the coolest way to die by one of the monsters we uh, talked about this this uh, this year. We actually talked about it for the Fourth of July episode. Uh, we did a very special episode on the Jaws series, mm-hmm. and uh, I think a really cool way to die would be uh, to drive a motorcycle off a pier uh, into into Bruce's mouth, into the shark's mouth, and that would be a 
something I would want on my epitaph. That is extremely cool. That is a very that would be, cool uh, way to die. Pretty bitchin', actually. <laughs> um, for me, I, I have to go with the blob. You know, for oh, yours, okay. you have to do some of the work to make it cool. No matter what the blob does to me, it's gonna be cool. I mean, I, I pull a Fonzie. Yeah. <laughs> You pull a Richie. Yeah, I uh, I just, I would love my tombstone to say, here lies Jacob's guts. He was pulled into his own garbage disposal. Uh, uh, I approve. Yeah, yeah. Um, least cool question, way, man. yeah, least cool way, I, I think, has probably got to be the leprechaun. You know, I don't want to oh be, my God. I don't want to be hoisted by my own petard or, you know, I don't no, want gold to appear in me or to get giant breasts and ass and then explode. Or, you know, or be you know sliced in half by a solar panel. Actually, that might be kind of cool. That that yeah, that that's not bad. I don't want to piss out the leprechaun. <laughs> no, I'm good. Hard pass. No thanks. That sounds painful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what what have we got after this, Matt? Uh, the next question comes from Marcus Irving, the co-host of uh, Marking the Marks mm-hmm. over on Talk Film Society. He asks, "It's a dual question: scariest Silent Hill monster and scariest Resident Evil monster." Okay, so for me, I have actually never played Silent Hill, and I actually have never seen the Silent Hill films. Oh, jeez, okay. I know, this is a, a gap in my... Um... Do not watch the second one. <laughs> well, actually, we might have to one of these days. <laughs> um, but yeah, I um, so I just Googled around, and I, I picked the one that looked the scariest to me. And uh, the scariest one that I saw was the Twin Victims, which is like the two... like. Japanese baby heads on the one mm. body thing. I don't know. It it just it, it creeped me out. Uh, not a fan. Uh, I'm actually going to go for one of the monsters that was in uh, the movie and in, in the show, actually. it's uh, There's like a contorted with barbed wire man in like the bathroom stall who does like a weird, disgusting crab walk. And uh, it's one of the most unsettling images in the silent hill universe and i'm not a big fan of it 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 creeps me out that sounds creepy i yeah, i no would thanks. like to play them i i i appreciate their general aesthetic the and first two are masterpieces i but, i like mostly really really good crash bandicoot on my playstation so hell yeah <laughs> Uh, well, on a future episode, we'll talk about the scariest Crash Bandicoot enemies. Who doesn't love Crash Bandicoot, though? He's the best. He's um, fun. His scariest... new game is lots of fun, by the way. Oh, I, I only have a Switch, so I have not played it, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, boo. Um, scariest Resident Evil monster. Um, this is one I have played the fourth Resident Evil, but Good that game. was it. Um, Matt, I think on a future date, I, I, I think we are going to have to take a dip into the, the Resident Evil verse. Um, we are going to do that next year because there is a new one coming out. So we will tie everything together. Wait, what? And they just finished filming today. It's uh, What? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, a reboot. It's actually based on the first two games. And the cast is phenomenal. I'm very excited. It's going to be lots of fun. Uh, yeah. Sign me up. This is a thing I would have thought I would have known about. Uh, Hannah John Kamen from oh, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. She's going to be playing uh, Jill Valentine. Uh, it, they even got Chief Irons in this in this uh, this movie. Like, it's, it's very much based on the first two games. And uh, 
Sign me up. That, is he played sounds... by Jeremy Irons? Uh, no, he's actually <laughs> played um, by uh, Donald Logue. Okay, fuck yeah. Yeah, he plays the uh, the batshit crazy chief of police who, you know, performs taxidermy on the mayor's daughter. That Spoilers. is a that is a good casting for that, then. <laughs> yeah, uh, Neil McDonough's in it, Dunn is in it. Uh, he doesn't have the greatest track record with video game movies, but okay. But he's he's uh, he's playing the villain here, so just like he was in Street Fighter: The Legend of Chun Li. <laughs> I haven't seen that, nor will I. Uh, <laughs> give me Raul Julia or nothing. Uh, but yeah, favorite Resident Evil monster. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the character that uh, Neil McDonough's playing, uh, Doctor William Birkin. He goes through like three or four different uh, transformations in mm-hmm. Resident Evil Two. And each one is more gross than the last one. Uh, he's got a little head popping out of his shoulder, which is kind of fun. He's got a giant eyeball on his chest with a claw hand. Uh, he's cool. He's creepy and uh, really fun to fight in any version of Resident Evil 2. Um, this is gonna... I'm, I'm not trying to be a big tough guy, but I don't generally find the Resident Evil monsters scary, per se. I mean, I would in personal, real life, but... In real life, yes. Yeah, I find them more gross than scary. Yeah, there's something about just, like, roided out, muscly guys that I'm like, okay, like, yeah, sure, I... You know, you would probably kill me, but I'm not unnerved by your very existence. <laughs> Um, but I, I did see in my Googling of Resident Evil monsters, because again, I've only played the fourth. Um, I saw a picture of my monster. Okay. Oh, oh, that is, that's pretty cool though. That's a, that's a cool guy. Yeah. No, Uh, thanks. (laughs) I saw a mod that, uh, will turn all of the enemies in Resident Evil three into Shrek. So I'm going to say Shrek. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't know if I'm just, uh, you know, if I'm. I, one of the characters of Resident Evil that I don't know the names of, and I'm just you're running around, around Raccoon City. You yeah, know, you don't want to run into. I Shrek. don't want to run into Shrek. Nope, no one wants to run into Shrek. Get out of my swamp! <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, yeah, Marcus, we love you. We're gonna have you on on the show one of these days. Yeah, maybe maybe just a, a whole vid. Are there enough horror video game movies? There's two um, series. <laughs> There's two at least, and I will do some more research. If you squint at Super Mario Brothers, <laughs> that's that's a, that's a good cyberpunk movie, but it's not a good <laughs> uh, good horror movie. Yeah. What's our What's our next question, there, Matt? All right. Uh, at Barris asks, uh, if copyright laws weren't bullshit, what monster team ups would you like to see? Uh, so yeah, this is my uh, my good friend Ben and. Um, so I, I, I gave this some thought, and I don't know if I said this on the Friday the 13th episode, but I just want to stake my claim now. Freddy versus Jason versus Ash, that's a bad idea. It wouldn't have been a good movie. It wouldn't have been a movie anybody saw. L- no. Like, I don't know. It To introduce a heroic character as your third kind of throws off the whole, like, yeah. structure of the idea, which is, like, bad versus bad. Um, but... The team-up I would like to see. Matt, I want you to imagine this movie. Okay. The Thing versus The Blob. Yes, please. The Blob neutralizes a lot of The Thing's natural advantages with the deception and, like, shifting into stuff. But can The Thing become The Blob? Can The Blob absorb The Thing? I don't know, but it's going to be goopy as fuck, and I would love to see 
which of those guys came out on top. That would be really fun. Uh, how about you? What, uh, what, what team-ups would you like to see? The Island of Reanimator. <laughs> okay. Tell me I would more. Like to, I would like to see... Uh, now, it has to be Marlon Brando, Dr. Moreau. Mm-hmm. Like, played by Marlon Brando. Uh, but he hires Jeffrey Combs as, you know, Herbert West to come to the island. Uh, because something horrible has happened. And uh, his uh, cat daughter has died. So he needs to, you know, bring her back to life with the the reanimator juice. I this this sounds awesome. I think it would be really fun. I would just love to see, you know, batshit crazy Marlon Brando playing off of uh unhinged Jeffrey Combs. I yeah. think that would that'd be that be a lot of fun to watch. I would <laughs> I would very much pay to go see that. Yeah, yeah. No, that that sounds awesome. <laughs> it's the only thing that would get me back into a theater right now. How about that? <laughs> All right. And then um, I think Barris had a second question for us. Yep. And that is, what current horror movie should have a goofy 80s style sequel, a la like Halloween 2, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, et cetera, et cetera? Because I, we already I, mentioned this on the show once. Yeah. We talked a little bit about Babadookin, <laughs> Babadook 2, which um, I, is still what I, I think would be a great film. Babadookin. <laughs> Um, what I would like to see is the witch to witch slapped where, you know, we just, we bring back either Anya Tantler joy or a cheaper actress who looks like her. Yeah, that's fine. And she gets up to just like generic witch shenanigans, killing people going (laughs) wild. There's like a bunch of rowdy old English teens who are having like a party or orgy out in the woods. And she's just like flying around on a broomstick and just like slicing them in half. I would love that. I I think we really have missed out on because things are good and sequels have to be good now. I think we've, we've missed out on a lot of the manic energy of like how bad 80s and sequels yeah, turned into their own cool things that don't actually hurt the originals that much. Like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is not hurt by Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. It's only enhanced. Yes. Like, Dennis Hopper has two chainsaws. Yeah, That's and they awesome. fight with it. It's amazing. Uh, as for me, uh, we talked about this on the show, but why aren't there, like, four hereditaries already? Mm-hmm. It's It came out in 2018. We should be on Hereditary 4 by now. Like... Just and but just call them hereditary one, two, three, four. No no subtitles. Maybe a fun <laughs> maybe a fun tagline like heads will roll. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh yeah, give me that. What the hell? You know what, Hereditary three, uh Payman's Revenge. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> Come on. You know Ari Aster, cool. you fucking nerd. Do it. If we got an Ariaster um Midsummer sequel where the like Midwinter I was going to say the cult comes to New York City. Yes, please. Now, you know, Sweden's <laughs> here, baby. Look out. <laughs> you thought it was scary there. Wait until they hit the big city, dropping just people off the Eiffel Tower. And they're actually just, you know, uh, a Shakespeare in the Park troupe. Matt, I just, I, I, I did accidentally think for a second that the Eiffel Tower was in New York City. Wow. I, I meant to say the Empire State Building, but, you know. I was going to say, you, you you might be thinking Vegas? <laughs> but regardless, uh, Midsummer 2, Midwinter would be a fucking awesome movie. All right. Astrophysicist, at Astrophysicist, uh, 
very smart person, uh, <laughs> asks, asks uh, what monsters would make the most functional, loving couples? This is uh, this is my good Garfield loving friend way, and um, this is a, this is Who a doesn't? good question. But I think we already have a canonical answer to this, and I oh. think the canonical answer is Chucky and Tiffany. Yes, of course. They, you know, they have their struggles. They definitely mm-hmm. have a vibrant relationship. But I think by the end of um, by the end of Seed of Chucky, they have an established, healthy, loving relationship that they, you know, they've gone through their troubles and now they're really, you know, making it work. Yeah, yeah. No, that's probably like the answer. Uh, let, what, 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 what I think is the answer. Hmm. Hmm. Functional loving couple. Hmm. Well, you think, do you know who would be a very dysfunctional couple, but they would be very high energy together? Oh, Freddy Krueger and the Leprechaun. Oh, I don't <laughs> think anyone would survive that. It would be a very bad relationship. They would hate each other, but I think there'd be a lot of heat to that relationship. Oof, that would be rough. <laughs> a lot of puns at the very least. Oh, kill me, please. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think I, I think I would go insane uh, in that. This is a tough one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, there, there's no shame in saying that I got it right. Yeah, no, you win. <laughs> You're good. You got this. Excellent. Good. You know, I, I, I love to be considered an expert on something, even if it's just child play movies. All right. One of the last questions uh, comes from... Uh, we have three more questions, but here's one from Rora. Uh, you remember her from our Friday the 13th episode. You can find her over, over at, uh, at Aerith Gainsbro uh, from, you know, the Final Fantasy games. And uh, she asks, how would each monster spend their quarantine? All right. I've got, a, I've got a couple answers for you already. So, obviously, the blob gorged himself instantly. Oh, he just kept eating and eating. Eating and eating, and eating filled up his whole apartment. You know, that's, that's the blob. The body snatchers, those guys all adhered to proper safety protocols, and COVID was gone in like two weeks. <laughs> like those, Not even two weeks. Yeah, those motherfuckers know how to work together. There are no... Yeah. Air- God, Matt, Matt I, I, we probably touched on this on the episode, but there could be a really good body snatchers episode, movie made now. Mm-hmm. Playing off of COVID times, playing off of mm-hmm. anti-maskers, I would it would almost have to take the invasion style. Hey, maybe these guys have a point. Yeah, true. Um, Jason, our good friend Jason, you know he's out there killing anyone not adhering to social distancing, <laughs> parties, orgies, get just you know outdoor get-togethers and hangs. Jason's gonna be there. He's gonna make sure that you're not doing anything you should. And you know who else is having a great time during uh, quarantine? Who? Fred- Freddy Krueger. Oh. Because you know what a lot of people did during quarantine? <laughs> they slept. Oh, yeah. A lot of depression naps going on. And uh, guess what? Uh, Freddy don't care if you're crying. He gonna kill you. <laughs> and bless him for it. <laughs> Matt, do you know who is really good at staying in his pod? Who? The fly. Oh, yes, Mr. Brundles. <laughs> um... And Jaws, frankly, not much probably changed for Jaws. <laughs> no, he's just still swimming around the ocean. I mean, ins- but instead of eating, you know, jet ski, water skiers, he's, you know, eating fish yeah. like a normal shark would. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, we like him. All right. Uh, we have another question. Mm-hmm. It's from Kyle McDonald. Uh, he says, who is your favorite holiday monster? 
So the obvious answer for me is uh, the old gremlins, if you're considering them a holiday monster. And I do consider they, them that, They yes. spawn from a Christmas gift. I think you almost have to. Um, I mean, they're, you know, it's the fucking gremlins. You, there's no more you have to say about it. <laughs> exactly. But I do also, I just want to put a second call out there um, in case you re-listen to our Christmas episodes or in case you're going to re-listen to our Christmas episodes for next year. I want to just put out a second call because it's hidden in our wrestling episode. Santa's sleigh with Goldberg as an evil Santa who is Satan's child. Still need to watch it. It looks awesome. I watched it again this holiday season, and that Hell movie yeah. is a banger. And uh, so, yeah, check out Goldberg as Evil Santa. You will not regret it as long as you're the kind of person who would listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, for Holiday Monster, honestly, I have to go with uh, Jack Frost. Mm. Love Jack Frost. Uh, he's quick with the jokes, and he's got some cool powers. He does have and, cool powers. And he's just awesome. Yeah. He's, he's a giant freaking snowman. <laughs> Come on. What, what more do you want here? Uh, nothing else. <laughs> exactly. Uh, our last question actually comes from uh, Dan Pullen over at Dan Pullen Books. I like the hat, buddy. Uh, he says, have either of you seen the Warhol Dracula Frankenstein movies? And if so, what are your opinions on them? I've only seen a couple minutes of his uh, Dracula movie, and it was really weird, and I really want to see the whole thing. Yeah, I have um, not seen either. Um yeah, but they're on the list. Yeah, I, I would like to. I I, I I I love Dracula and Frankenstein and Andy Warhol to a slightly lesser extent, but he's still great. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, that's that was our listener questions for season two. Yeah, um, not too shabby. Yeah, not at all. And you know, because I am also a listener, Matt, I would like to ask you a question. Go for it. I'm up. What is your favorite movie that you watched for the first time because of this podcast? I'm going to go for a outside the box choice. I'm going to go with The Invasion. That is a bold and interesting choice, Matt. Uh, I really like it. Uh, it's got a good story. It's got a good take on The Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I, I'm a sucker for Nicole Kidman. <laughs> she's uh she's pretty great all the time always mm-hmm. uh yeah uh it's probably the invasion this year uh, a movie that i was not looking forward to in the least like because i everyone i knew had told me it was bad and you know what nope that thing's awesome yeah i uh, i think it's definitely really interesting um i think it's a little bit of a swing and a miss but i think that's also more just because of some editing issues but i think mm-hmm. there's definitely so much interesting meat on its bones it's something yeah, i would yeah. i would love to watch again yeah it's it's pretty fun i like it um how about you yeah for uh for me i i had a couple i had a couple of answers um i had a couple of thoughts I, you know silent night deadly night it was my first year watching that um last christmas punish and um what a just what a fucking great banger of a christmas horror movie um, I loved Valentine. I think it's my favorite of the post-Scream slashers. Wow, okay. Um, That's a choice. Well, you know, I think on the whole, the post-Scream slashers are not very good, but Valentine really scratched my itches. And uh, Orca. Orca was so close to getting this uh, honor. But for me, it's got to be Curse of the Fly, which, you know, as we talked... Cool movie. It somehow manages to be both gothic romance and atomic age horror at the same time and those are comes in peak with fly monsters yeah it's Mm. 
two yeah. great tastes that taste great together that I've never seen together before or since. It's good. Yeah. This is a year that, you know, not a lot of movies happened uh, for one reason or another. Uh, what was uh, your favorite horror movie that came out in 2020? In Jacob? 2020, you know, it, like like you said, not a other lot. than the year itself. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes, the, the, we got them. The true horror of, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, so like you said, not a lot came out. I think I only saw um, a handful but I um, I really enjoyed Freaky. Did you get a chance to check out Freaky? Not yet. Not yet. It's um, And it looks right up my alley. It looks like a total map movie. I would I say... I haven't watched it yet. It doesn't quite live up to the Happy Death Days, but that Nothing could can. also just because of the surprise of the Happy Death Days. You know, the first one, yes. to me, came out of nowhere and was so mm-hmm. delightful. And then the second one... Made me cry. The- the escalation was so <laughs> like I was expecting a movie on par with the first, and the fact that it was so much more interesting and so much better just really blew me it's away. It's a beautiful film, Jacob. Um, this is cheating a little bit, but I really liked the Haunting of Bly Manor, the um the Netflix series by uh, oh, old Mike Flanagan. Um, one of those. One of those. It um. Does not really lean too much on the horror, but it is a nice just ghost story. Constant dread. Yes. and uh, That's all I ask for, really. There's a super hot chef in it who everybody <laughs> loves, and uh, that's cool, too. Sure. Yeah. And um, I also, I watched the Zoom horror movie, The Host, which, um, for being a gimmick movie of the best, <laughs> like, you know, William Castle ideas... It was pretty good. It um it had yeah. a lot of verisimilitude. Looks good. Which I don't generally expect from that kind of thing. I think the acting was extremely naturalistic, which it would live or die on that aspect. Yeah. Um the scares were a little one note. They were largely just invisible force yanking people, but it um it was really well performed, didn't overstay its welcome, and you only had like logistical questions of like why is this why are you showing me this like this like once? And so that's it's pretty good for a found footage movie for me. Nice, nice. How about you? What was your 2020 in horror like? Uh, I didn't watch a lot of uh, horror movies this year, mm-hmm. except for you know spooky season. Uh, but I stuck uh, stuck to a lot of old favorites this year, and I really didn't watch a lot of 2020 releases. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do want to highlight a few that I loved. Yeah. Uh, I surprisingly loved the Craft Legacy. Interesting. I have not seen that I yet. I thought it was a really smart modern take on, you know, that story. Uh, it's kind of a shame that I, I don't think it's going to get another one mm-hmm. because it leads into a sequel really well. Ooh. And that young cast is really good. Uh, all, f- all four uh, women in the leads, they are uh, next level. Actually, actually really fell for them. Like, they play these parts so well Mm -hmm. uh it takes place in the same world as the original craft you know hence the legacy Mm -hmm. uh but yeah no it's good it's really good highly recommend it uh don't go looking for you know shakespeare or you know anything but uh it's phenomenal like it's it's a really solid movie and i'm very happy that it got made yeah honestly that's uh that that uh that's me and uh 2019's black christmas remake which Somehow. Which I have not seen yet. It's really good. Uh, and Carlos not- saw it mm-hmm. the other day, 
and I will share his opinion. Uh, he thought it was really good, but it would have been better if it wasn't called Black Christmas. See, I I still like that about the Black Christmas remakes, that everyone is just like, sorority, Christmas, horror, go from there. That's all the elements we're going to take. I'll see it one day. Yeah. We'll see. I, I know you have a lot more affection for the first. I mean, I, I love Black Christmas, but you have a, a longer history with the original Black Christmas than I do. Oh, I much, much, much longer history. Uh, what else? Uh, this year, uh, Underwater. Oh, I want to see that. Uh, the Kristen Stewart uh, under, uh, Underwater uh, horror film. Uh, just imagine the abyss, except the monsters want to murder you right away instead of, you know, teasing it out over an hour and a half. Uh this movie is awesome. It's very claustrophobic. Uh, it's one of the prettiest movies I saw all year. It's got some really striking imagery. Uh, the monster designs are cool as shit. Uh, Kristen Stewart owns in this movie. Like, she's, like, really great. And I hope this made money, and I hope we can get more in this world, because it has a third-act reveal and lead into another one that really blew my mind. Uh, I don't want to spoil, but it's uh, it's great shit. I. I, I love that, but I am starting to be like, hey, guys, stop making your reveals right at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, just make that movie sometimes. <laughs> well, it's not at the end of the movie. It start, it's the start of the third act. Okay. So, like, they, they resolve it, but I just want more of this world. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. I, I think I just have residual frustrations from Alita Battle Angel, which is just like, <sighs> can't wait to fight this bigger bad guy. And I'm like... Alita, you had to know you weren't getting a sequel fucking when you got made. Like, let's be real here, Alita. You should have known your chances. They thought they were, and then the studio decided to spend, I don't know, $400 on marketing, and they were never going to make that money back because studios are dumb and don't know how to market things. (laughs) Assholes. Um, (laughs) Another horror movie I'd like to highlight. Uh, It's not really a horror movie, but it has a horror creature in it. Uh, no one's going to expect me to recommend this, but, uh, The Witches. Oh. Uh, more movies with Octavia Spencer in the lead role, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we can all get behind that notion. Uh, it's fun. Uh, Zemeckis has fun with this one, and the cast is great. Uh, frickin' loved it. And probably my, still, yeah, still my favorite horror movie of the year is Lee Winnell's Visible Man. I think it, uh, rises above what the movie could have been and goes into something very interesting uh i'm a big fan of that director obviously and uh elizabeth moss gets on my nerves but she's really good here so i'm fine with it uh yeah i I like the invisible man quite a bit and it holds a special place because it's the last movie i saw in a theater and uh there you go how about that that, it was uh, also the last movie I saw in theaters. Um, hey! Yeah. When, when did I see that in the theater? Let's see. Because I have the ticket stub saved on my phone. Oh. Uh, let's see. Wednesday, March 4th at 8.10 p.m. I saw The Invisible Man. God, it's insane that I used to have to go see movies at certain times. <laughs> that is... Uh, ugh, I don't want to do that ever again. I saw it um, February 28th and... Um, I, I miss seeing movies at certain times. It's my favorite thing not. in the world. I absolutely do not. I like to make my own schedule, please. But Also like pausing movies. It's fucking wonderful. <laughs> I love being forced to not pause movies. Ew. No. It's I great. I like to be able to, you know, pause it, go to the bathroom, you know, have a cigarette, go get a snack. 
She's got to pause it at the right time, so it's like an intermission, Jacob. <laughs> so you're like in olden times. But um, but yeah, and um, hey, Matt, were there any other older horror movies that stuck with you for that for first time watches this year? Any any other new discoveries that you've made? Hmm. Well, let's see what I watched during spooky season. Uh, I revisited the Black Cat. Oh, Terrific. the Argento. No, the uh, Lugosi. Oh, oh, that Carla. movie rules. Yeah, that movie's uh, fucking awesome. He's got a murder basement. Yeah, that movie's yes. so good. Uh, I Another movie that everyone told me was terrible, and I ended up loving, is Beyond Reanimator. Mm. I think that movie's really cool. It's, you know, Herbert West in prison, mm-hmm. and what do you do from there? Uh, other movies I discovered uh, this year that were horror. Uh, I really liked Behind the Mask. Uh the Leslie Vernon. Oh, yes. I have not seen yeah. that since, I uh, guess, 2008. Quite good. Yeah, I enjoyed it back then. Uh, the Omen 2 was another really good one. That I had no expectations going in. Uh, we watched the entire Omen series, and uh, let me tell you, Omen 2 is really good. Omen 3 is fine. Omen 4 is hell of a lot of fun. Uh, it is a batshit, goofy TV movie from 1991, and it goes for it, and I love it. Man, that's I love it. That's the only Omen that is not in my Omen box set. Oh, you they gotta get they that give me the remake set. instead of Omen 4. <laughs> you gotta get that Scream Factory set. Uh, I mean, I own... They have them at Walmart. Matt, it's like thirty dollars. Matt, I I'm not gonna rebuy the omens. <laughs> I'll buy it for you. How about that? <laughs> I, just, I just, you know, I, I like the omen movies, but they're they're not that special to me. <laughs> oh, and Hellfest. Oh, Hellfest rules. Hellfest was fucking awesome, and I hope they make a sequel because that ending was mean. I was ooh, uh, didn't expect anything out of that movie. Yeah. And I loved it. I was so invested in the central character's relationship. Yes. That is never a good thing in a slasher movie because you know it's not going to end well. But I was so rooting for those two to fall in love. Yeah, me too. Uh, And one last one that I uh, discovered uh, during spooky season this year is uh, another one that people would not expect me to recommend. But maybe you do. Uh, 2003's The Haunted Mansion. <laughs> a- absolutely loved this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of fun. Uh, great effects that hold up. Eddie Murphy's great in it. Uh, and it's got one sequence that should have given this movie an R rating. Uh, because those skeletons in the crypt are scary as shit. And I can't believe they let that into a kid's movie. Good for them. I'm going to have to see these. I have a hard time believing this. (laughs) It's fucking... You've never seen it? No. Oh, it's fantastic. Of course I haven't seen it. (laughs) Why wouldn't you? I don't know. It's the Haunted Mansion Uh, movie from the director of Stuart Little. (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, No, it's it's really good. It's from the director of The Lion King, not the director of Stuart Little. Get your facts straight. Well, it's both. We don't talk about Stuart Little. The bad movie. M. Night uh, Shyamalan's yeah, no. greatest hit. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but no, I love The Haunted Mansion. There's my surprise discovery. Well, that's fun. I, I, I'll i watch it. I watched both Scooby-Doo movies for the first time this year and had a good time with them. I finally saw the sequel. It's- and uh, it's the ideal Scooby-Doo story for me. I love the sequel so fucking much. Matt, here's my hot take. Those monster de- designs are terrific. The, the, the design of those movies is so fucking good. I'm... Oh, God. I get- the, fact that, the mm. fact that the second one uses monsters from the show. Yeah. 
Oh, yes, 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 yes. I get angry looking at like Marvel movies and stuff when I look at the production design of cartoon movies from like the 90s <laughs> and early 2000s where they're just like, yeah. fuck yeah, we're going to put exactly what was drawn onto the screen and it's going to look yes. so like the motherfucking Flintstones yeah. is so good looking and has the mm-hmm. worst possible script. <laughs> it does. It's terrible. But it has Kyle McLaughlin showing scenery. Yeah. So A plus. But Matt, here's my hot take about the Scooby-Doo movies. The second one should have been the first one, and the first one should exactly. have been the second one. They should have just agreed. They're the, agreed. The second one is such a sequel. The first one is such a sequel story. God, the first, the, the second one is just so freaking good. It's very I good. loved it. it. It's a, it's a, they're good times. Loved it. Um, yeah, they're fun. My, uh, my discoveries this year. Um, I've been kind of working my way through all of Mario Bava's films after Ooh. kind of like falling in love with him last year, maybe two years ago. So I, I finally checked out Kill Baby Kill, which is just okay. this awesome ghost story, and it is. Uh, have you watched much Bava? Um, Matt? um, hmm, no. Okay, Matt. That I have watched. I have seen two Mario Bava films, and I did not like one of them. Which was that? Uh, I did not like Black Sabbath. Uh, maybe it's because I watched. Uh, a different cut. The AIP where cut. Where they reordered. Yeah, I watched the AIP cut, and uh, that was boring. Give it another uh, shot. It's, it's it started off with the best story, and then they just get worse as it goes along. I, uh, re, I'm a big fan of Planet of the Vampires, though. Oh, interesting. I have not seen that one yet. Oh, it's fun. It's so colorful and lovely. And it, 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 there's vampires in space. Come on, what more do you need? But uh, it's fun. He is maybe my favorite visualist in film. His movies are okay. just so gorgeous looking. The camera is just so like the colors are so luscious. The camera moves are so like heavy and like flowing and romantic and I love them so much. Um I also checked out um Dario Argento's opera for the first time this year. Oh, that movie. I haven't seen that since high school, but it freaked me out then. That movie is so fucking good. And I love mm-hmm. that it's a mystery that is solved by crows' lust for vengeance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, that moment is so fucking good. Good movie. And, Very good movie. And Matt, have you ever seen May? No, but I want to. May, I was shocked by. Um, it's a, what, 2002 film. It is... Yes, I've heard great things about yeah, this. Yeah, it is a essentially just a character study of, of this woman. And... Um, it's there's no real horror aspects of it until late into the film, but you are so emotionally invested in the story by that point, and it's just it's shockingly good. Uh, that's not usually my kind of era nice. of horror film or kind of horror film, but uh, May really jumped out to me, and uh, it really made this Halloween out. season special. Nice, yeah, I definitely need to see this, but um. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's about it for us and uh, 2020. Oh, it's been a it's been a year. It has been a year, but it's also boy, I tells you. <laughs> but it's also been a podcast, and I, this is true. I want to thank everybody who's been listening to us. Uh, you know, I just I I feel treasured that you would spend your time listening to two jabronis yabber on about spooky movies that they like. We have fun here. We do have fun. And I think here. and I think and I think people appreciate that we have fun. And you know, we we like movies. And that's They're pretty good. Yeah. To be honest. Movies I are mean, good almost all of the time. I'd say about eighty percent of the time. I'd say ninety nine percent of the time. 
Absolutely not. If it's not we Leprechaun disagree. Origins, it's good. <laughs> that's the Jacob. Okay, promise. that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Leprechaun Origins is the is the fluke bad movie that exists, and I will. <laughs> it's the one bad movie. But I'm I'm glad I've seen it because now I can compare everything to Leprechaun Origins. Ugh, I don't want to th- actually. No, I don't want to think about Leprechaun Origins. Highland, I hate that Highlander movie. Five. At least it's not Leprechaun Origins. I didn't know there were five Highlanders, but okay. Matt, oh man, Matt, I will, I will send you a link to an old podcast I did uh, about oh, the no. seven Highlander films. There's seven. Of well, them. two of two of them are animated. Wow. One is an anime, and one is just a compilation of four episodes you of lost the TV me. series. But uh, lost me with anime. <laughs> <laughs> thanks again for uh, listening. This is uh, it's been a it's been a great year, and uh, Matt, and thanks. I'm ex- Jacob for. Putting up with my bullshit. <laughs> I, I'm excited Doing to see what me. movies we watch in the new year. I, I think we've got some some exciting, cool stuff planned. It's gonna be fun. Got a piece of a few like outside the box choices. It'll be it'll be interesting. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Jacob, where can uh, the listeners find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Letterbox at Jacob underscore D Noble. That's D E N O B E L. And as for me, you can find me literally everywhere at the Real Matt C. Come check it out. I post random random garbage. It's, it's a good time. <laughs> yeah, and um, well, you know, until 2021. Next year. <laughs> stay spooky. And keep on listening. Frankenstein was the first in line and the Wolfman came up next.